Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal, and I can't wait for some things that I have coming up in 2021 for you, not only for you, but if you have children's niece and nephew, just really any child in your life, I have some exciting things coming, which I will be sharing very soon. I want to thank you so much for joining me on episode number 18. And I got to admit, I have tried to record this episode multiple times and I keep changing the subject. I would get halfway through recording and just not like where I was going with the topic. I don't know if you've come across that in your life where you keep trying to do something, but you just feel like it's not right. And I finally just decided I'm going to hit record. I'm going to go for it because maybe that's the perfectionist in me coming out is I want everything to be perfect for you. But if you're a perfectionist or recovering perfectionist like I am, what I've learned is a lot of times my perfectionist ways can prevent me from moving forward what I'm trying to accomplish. And so today, what I want to share with you as we just come out, so I'm recording this right after Thanksgiving, and um, I want to talk about gratitude. I want to spend some time today talking about as you go into the new year, this is a habit if you are not already practicing gratitude to really start incorporating into your life. It is so powerful that... I, I really believe it can help with many things that you might be struggling with in your life, just from attitude, mental health, happiness, joy, um, moving forward in, in different areas of your life. I think about where we are as a nation. We're kind of on this journey that I don't think, at least for me, and I don't know about you, but in a million years, I wouldn't have chosen for us to be in the middle of a pandemic. And I wouldn't have expected us to be in the middle of a pandemic. It was never on my radar, not on the calendar for 2020. My guess, it wasn't on your calendar either. But I also know that through this journey, we continue to live it together and I continue to get up every day and figure out with what I've been given, where I am right now in the present, not looking back and not looking too far forward is how can I be content with what I have and where I'm at and gratitude plays a big role in that. 
I do also want to recognize that if you're living with COVID-19 right now, I'm really sorry for your diagnosis. I'm not going to pretend for one second that I understand what you're going through or experiencing in this moment or in the future. Um, I have been grateful up until this point to not contract COVID-19. My husband had it, which is kind of crazy. I don't know if I'm one of those people who maybe I got it and I just didn't have any symptoms, but he was diagnosed or Actually, he wasn't really diagnosed. He never had a positive test, but that's a story for another day. But based off of all of his symptoms, that's what the doctors assumed that he had. The other thing too I want to acknowledge is I do have friends and family right now, and maybe you're even a listener who you are dealing with COVID right now, or you've lost a loved one, and know that I keep all the people that I know that are being affected with it right now at the top of my prayer journal and that we just continue to get through this one day at a time. As I look at this very dark time and overwhelming and kind of, you know, what's our way out of it, as I look back of in the past when I traveled the country speaking, engaging with people on social media. I hear from you guys as listeners, people who read my blog. There's a consistent pattern that I've observed, and that is those who choose to focus on gratitude seem to have a different attitude and perspective of where they are in life and what they're dealing with. Now, I know that life isn't all hunky-dory. Like I said, everybody's dealing with a lot of things right now. But what I want to share with you today is really a conglomerate. conglomerate I cannot say that word. There, You guys can hear every once in a while my dyslexia will come out. And that's one way it does is I cannot pronounce certain words. But I digress. It's just lessons I've taken away from some of mine that I've experienced, friends, even strangers. And I challenge you, as you continue to learn to navigate through the pandemic or challenging times, the holiday season, or anywhere in 2021, you know, depending on when you're listening to this episode, is that you use gratitude as a tool in your toolkit to help you along the way. So here are seven ways that you can practice and incorporate gratitude into your life. First and foremost, I am big proponent of writing down what you are thankful for. Keeping a pen and a journal handy. Uh, if you're a woman and you have a purse, keeping a li- that little gratitude journal in your purse, uh, on your bedstand at night, wherever, and writing down three to five things that you are grateful for. My book, The Gratitude Challenge, which I've talked about in the past, is very, very helpful in starting you to create a consistent way to write down what you are grateful for because there's a story, it gives you an idea, and it gives you a place to journal. It makes it so easy for you to start a gratitude practice. The other thing that I love about writing something down is when you are having a bad day, you can go back and pick up the journal and it helps you to like almost put you in your place a little bit to say, okay, things might be bad now, or I might be going through a difficult and challenging time now, but look at all the things that I have to be grateful for. And the more consistent you are with writing down, the more good things you're going to have that you're going to see that maybe life isn't as bad as you think it is in the moment. 
Or it'll also show you how you came through those difficult times. So not only document you know, what you're grateful for, but make a note when you're going through something, a struggle in your life and document what are some things that you're grateful for so you can go back and see how you came through a difficult time. Okay, number two is to focus on the now. I keep hearing this over and over again. And this really isn't... Man, if I look at people, whether it's been coaching clients or friends or family members or strangers that I've come across, is there's one thing that really sets people apart where they are in life is those that focus on the past or those who focus on telling themselves that life will get better when fill in the blank. You know, like, I'm not going to be grateful. I'm not going to be happy until I'm married, I have kids, you know, I get through this pandemic, whatever it is, fill in the blank. So what I really challenge you to do is focus on the now, is look at your surroundings, be in the moment, and find the good right where you are. Right now, as I'm recording this, I can say, you know, I'm grateful for a bed, There's so many people who don't have a bed. I'm grateful for the blankets and the flannel sheets that I have as we go into wintertime. I'm grateful that I have lights and electricity. I'm grateful that I have a big window where I can see out my backyard and there's trees and there's a lot of beauty. I'm grateful for the stack of books that's on my nightstand. I'm grateful that I can read even though I have a a learning disability or I think I've talked in the past, somebody said a learning difference, which I love that, is I can still read. There are so many in this world, in our country, that are illiterate and do not know how to read. So again, focusing on the now and what you can be grateful for in the moment. And what I've discovered is if you're constantly focusing on the future, like you'll always be chasing something else. When you get to where you want it to be, there's gonna be something else that, you know, okay, I've I've got whatever it is that I wanted, but now I want this. So stop chasing the other things, stay in the now. Number three is to slow down, which I hope and I've heard that the pandemic has slowed a lot of people down. But I also know there's a lot of people that are still racing around being busy and the day just gets away. They're bouncing from thing to thing to thing. And what I challenge you is to take time to pause throughout the day have a stop and smell the roses moment and be grateful for what you notice when you slow down. If this is a season that has slowed you down, what have you noticed? Go back and think about what have you noticed that maybe you didn't realize before and be grateful for those new discoveries. I know for me today, I was sitting just working on my prayer journal, doing some gratitude, and I just took a pause to look outside and I saw the coolest scene unfold of, I don't even know where they all came from. It was like all these birds congregated in my backyard and I saw blue jays and bluebirds and cardinals and a woodpecker and a couple other kind of birds that I can't even identify and they were like chasing each other around and going in birdhouses and I don't know it was a cool scene and I'd never seen anything like that in the two years that I've lived here but I was only able to witness that because I took a moment 
today to slow down, to pause and look at my surroundings. Number four is think about the lessons that you've learned over the past year. And if you're listening to this in December, this is a great time as we go into the new year to reflect on what have I learned um, and maybe what changes can I make or what can I be grateful for that God revealed to me, whether it's a strength or a weakness that maybe you never knew that you had, but how do you take these lessons into the new year or whenever you're listening to this into the next quarter, the next three months, um, how can you make changes in your life to adapt to some of the things that you've learned? So that's number four. How can you be grateful for some of those lessons? Number five, this is a big one. And I got to say and be very vulnerable that this is one I still struggle with every day, but gratitude has helped me out, is curb the complaining. (laughs) Complaining sucks not only the energy out of you, but it sucks the energy with the people that surround us. We all need positive energy in our life and the only way we're going to get there is if we're practicing what's coming out of our mouth as being something good, something positive, words of encouragement, gratitude. So learn to flip your complaints into words of gratitude. So for example, today it is freezing outside and I could say, oh my gosh, it's so cold and I can complain about the cold and the weather, but I can't change that. But what I can be grateful for is I have clothes and enough clothes and layers that I can put on if I want to go outside and be in the cold. It's really not going to be that cold. I'm also grateful is even though it's cold, the sun's shining, the sky's blue, it's not windy out, like it could always be worse. So think about how whenever you complain, stop yourself and flip that and think about what can you be grateful for in the moment. Number six, this is a really hard one for a lot of people to do and even for me at times is to let out our emotions. A lot of times we hold everything in or we feel like we have to put on a positive face, which you know I was just kind of talking about that is the energy. But there's a difference between like constantly complaining, being negative, pointing out the negativity and everything and feeling an emotion. You know, it's normal to be sad or to be angry with something that's going on in your life or something that maybe someone else in your family or a friend are experiencing. That is okay. And I think it is good. It's very cathartic to write your emotions out and then ask yourself in the depths of those emotions, what can I be grateful for? And you're starting to see how these all kind of cross each other's paths because in those emotions, you can say, okay, what am I grateful for? But then also maybe what am I learning through going through this time in my life that is making me angry or that is making me sad? Finally, number seven is 
practice thanking people, you know, just verbally when you come across people. I always say veterans right now, your healthcare workers, people who are working in stores, your small business owners, you know, uh, your mail carriers, really anybody in your life that is helping to make your life better, your communities thrive, your communities just to keep moving forward in these times is anybody that you cross paths with along your journey is don't forget just to say those two simple words, thank you. You also know that I'm a big proponent of writing handwritten thank you notes. Today, um, I just wrote one out. So if you go to my website, you can actually purchase a copy of the Gratitude Challenge for a veteran. And when that happens, I have a stack of books that are just labeled for veterans. Oftentimes, I'll carry one with me. And when I come across a veteran in my life, I will give them a book and it's free, and it was paid for by someone who wants to thank a veteran for their service. And so I had an opportunity when I was in South Carolina to meet a veteran, and I had the Gratitude Challenge with me, and I gave him a copy of the book and um, just thanked him for his service. And so today, I wrote a letter to the person that had paid for one of the veteran books. So if you love our veterans and you want to be part of that program, uh, feel free to go to givinggal.com backslash shop and purchase a book for a veteran. So always write hand th- handwritten thank you notes and be specific. Don't just say thank you, you know, for helping me out. Be very specific. And in my letter today, I was not only specific of thank you for supporting my veteran program, but I told her a little bit about the veteran, where he served and his name. Okay, friends, I know this episode has went a little long than I typically go, uh, but I think it's important and I wanted to give you guys practical ways you can come back to this when you feel like yourself sliding back and listening to say, how do I constantly incorporate gratitude into a daily habit? This isn't an all-inclusive list. I would love to hear from you to see how you incorporate gratitude or something that's helped you out. You know, how does it help you get through the day? How do you think about, you you know, taking time to pause and just constantly asking yourself in this moment, what can I be grateful for? And what I found over and over again is the more you practice gratitude, the more it becomes a habit. And the longer it becomes a habit, you'll potentially experience a life-changing mindset shift. Friends, I just hope that this episode today helps you to go out and get to giving your best life. Blessings, Stephanie. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We're grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.